Howdy, folks. My name is Justin Peach. Hey, I'm Chris. This is episode 89 of the Bible Buffoons podcast. What up, buddy? Hey, everybody. How are y'all doing, listeners? We're doing great. <laughs> Wait for feedback. <laughs> All right. Hope you guys have done. Hope you guys have done well. Yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't have. You know. Well, there's life. Yeah. There's things. Yeah. But I just hope you're doing well. Yeah. Hope it's all in there doing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a good week. Yes. Um, we went camping this weekend. Tell me about camping with two-year-old twins and a five-year-old buddy buddy. It was hectic. Yeah. It was it was it was it was awesome. My wife planned a lot of it. I planned to get a lot of stuff. It was good. Borrowed a tent that's the Taj Mahal. Nice. It's a ten person three bedroom tent. We got a big old tent like that. We don't. We so I've owned two tents in my life. Only two. I mean, I've had one since I don't know, oh four that yeah. is still in the backyard. If you saw it last night, it's still in the backyard. Uh it's like a it's called a two-person tent, but really only just one person going to sleep in one that. One big boy in there. Just one big boy in there. And then a few years ago, we bought another one that can fit like a whole queen mattress in it, like a blow-up, yeah. in a little extra room. So it was great for three of us. Yeah. Not for five. Not for the crew. Not for a crew. So we might need to get a big tent. But it was great. The weather was awesome. Uh, maybe I'll post a picture of my crazy head right now. <laughs> I got sunburn out there, and I look like a dried-up lizard. Like my head is. It's got some scales going. I got on. some scales. It looks weird. <laughs> it looks weird. Last night I was like, Mary Beth, I need some lotion for my head. She's like, here's this special little hydro. I don't know what it is. It's a fancy lotion. I don't want to use a lot of it. Yeah, it didn't work. Just a, just a dab. I think I was too far gone at that point, anyways. Yeah. So, uh, but it's good. We cooked. We ran around. Like if you guys are around this area, Oak Mountain State Park is a gem. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you want there? You want to be looking at a bald eagle? Got it. Nailed it. You want to be touching a snake? They got some, like, where you can touch them. Do your identification. Or first. in real life. Um, or, like, we saw some just in the wilds. There you go. Watch out for that. You want to go swimming? Got it. You want to go do a, a uh, water part, uh, a... Uh, oh, it's like the only one, like, in the set, or in the, for sure in the state... Uh, like but the it's the wakeboard thing. It's the wakeboarding thing, but they pull you on a yeah. cable. Yes. Yeah, there's no boat. There's it's no like boat. They pull you on a cable, cable yeah. and there's like jumps and ramps and things. Yeah. That's, you're not going to catch me on there, but that's pretty dope. Good, good you can, them. you can ride horses, horses. Also not for me. You don't like horses. Uh, Do you think you're too big and no, top no, heavy? No. I, uh, I am allergic to horses. Well, that's fake. I'm one of the only people I've ever met. That's yeah, allergic I've to never horses, met. And I'm married to the only other person that I've ever met that's allergic to horses. We are both allergic to horses. And Katie is extremely allergic to horses. That's not true. Like, we went to Dixie Stampede in Gatlinburg. Just called Stampede now. Oh, yep. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. like a huge arena. Oh, it's oh yeah. It's not a small room. It's big. We There's were horses on running the top row. Last row. She had to leave because her eyes were swelling up. She couldn't breathe. Because she was in a room with like She's, four horses. Yeah. So it's legit. So we stay away from horses as a family. Okay. Well, there's goats. I can do a goat. 
uh, goat attacked my son. I saw a great video. Uh, a goat, he got he got a goat horned. He got go <laughs> he got horned up. Uh, the the feet left the ground. It was awesome. It was magical. Uh, he's fine. It was funny. He's fine. We we're, we're we're good parents. Uh, it was all good. Yeah, we did that. They a guy let me borrow his kayak, so I took the boys out. I didn't bring my kayak because I was a little too much. Yeah. So I took the boys out in a kayak. We went hiking. Ate some good food. Just did it all. Yeah. So if you could go dear uh Oak, oh, there's a BMX. There's like BMX courses where you can race there. I know a guy whose and kids both if, do it. If people do that, yeah. well, you come to Oak Mountain. You can do paddle boards and you can do, uh, what's the? Paddle boat. Pat Paddle boat, paddle board. Pedal. Is it a pedal boat? I thought it was a paddle boat. Well, there's no. But well, maybe uh, that's just country people saying, that's a paddle boat. And you can't <laughs> distinguish if it's paddle You don't have oars. Pedal. The paddles are underneath, and you pedal to you move the paddles. You just you're bicycling, basically. Yeah, you're. A, it's a it's a it's a bike boat. It's a bike boat. It's a two person bike boat. That's it. They got all that out there, y'all. So go check out Oak Mountain State Park. You're right next to Oak Mountain Amphitheater. Maybe Our first sponsor, Oak Mountain State Park. I don't know if they can sponsor anybody. They're doing it right now, <laughs> just for free. Yeah. Uh, then there's Oak Mountain Amphitheater, so you can go right next and go get your little concert in. Mm-hmm. Then right next to that is what the uh, the ice skating rink. Yep, went and saw some hockey down there. So hockey, I took Jack ice skating not too long ago out there. You guys can do a lot. You can do a lot right there in Pelham. They got a lot going on. They do. It's a good spot. It's a great spot. All right. Well, that's what we did for this weekend. You guys, I don't know what y'all. I did. was in Oxford. That's right. You left. Went to Oxford. Your family has been we, we had down rough, with the sickness. Rough, rough, rough. <laughs> Ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> Because I've been down with the sickness for a while. Uh, yeah, we uh, we had flu and strep going on in the house. It's just a perfect mix. There just you go. A perfect storm. So we're hopefully we're over it. We all came over to the house last Everybody night. Everybody seemed so okay. I hope right? you. I, yeah. I hope we're not sick today. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, or maybe you guys gave me this scaly head. That's part of it. <laughs> well, uh, we're glad that y'all are with us. Uh, and you were back back to Taco Tuesday mm-hmm. in the mix. Tasty. It was good. Um, well, cool, man. Hey, we got an uh, update. It's time for a Bible buffoon's <laughs> update. All right, let's start one more time. We got to do it good. It's time for a Bible buffoon's global update. All right, here we go. There was an extra beep bop on that one. All right, we got dose countries. That's two, baby. No more states. <laughs> I think we're done with states. I think we. I think there's only forty states. <laughs> you I, think we? we I, did I, it? I think we did do all the states. It's only forty. Okay. This, the map that we have is not current. Hey, you create I, your own reality. I think there were some like civil wars. There were some things going on. Some things combined, and they and they just combined. Okay, like for real. Why is there a North and South Dakota? Maybe they're just one now, and so we can just call it. We got a listener from Dakota. Here's what we're gonna do next week. We talked about this. We had a brief meeting last night over dinner. Here's what here's what we're gonna do next week, y'all. He's gonna videotape me. <laughs> I'm cold calling people in North Dakota, churches, <laughs> ministers, <laughs> preachers. This is an idea that's gonna be so much funnier when um, it actually happens. Do you than think it even is as an idea? Really? Because I think I'm gonna call a preacher and I'm gonna say, "Listen, I'm a." I'm a minister down uh-huh. here in the South. So you think that'll be your foot in the door? Yeah. So hey, I got this podcast called Bobble Buffoons. We're trying to get all the states. We got forty. Your state 
has has trailed for a very long time. Can you just listen to this? Like, like if you give me an email, I will send you a link. You don't even have to search it. I will. We'll we'll do the work for you. You know what, buddy? It's already in your inbox because I already <laughs> looked you up and did research. That that's another that's another way we could just spam the whole state of North Dakota with with links to the podcast. I love that. <laughs> I love that idea. We're about to get a, a, a constant contact or a we're Mailchimp. About to, we're about to Mailchimp we're up about in to here. Get y'all up in North Dakota. All right, all right. Well, so that's the states, but we do have two new countries. Hit me with it. First one, I, I told you last night. Yes. You didn't want to know two, but uh, I told you one. We got Turkey. Turkey, gobble gobble, baby. That's it. Yeah. Right. What? Istanbul, what, right? I think so. Capital yeah. city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got Turkey, which is pretty dope. Mm-hmm. And the second one, I've been there. Oh. I don't think you have. Ah. But I've been there. I want to go back. Okay. I want to go back now. Okay. Jamaica. Jamaica, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I told Come you on. that you would do the accent because I said you did the Australian. Yes. 88. 88. Well, I, would, I, I didn't really do the accent. I just did 88. But now Jamaican. Jamaica. Yes. I think I have something in my office from Jamaica. I read. I got this uh, bamboo cup. Well, that's real nice. It's got like a flower coming out of the side of it. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> I know it's real. It's from a... 2012. Is that what it says? Jamaica, 2012. One love. So now I'm confused on how I, I now I'm confused on how I got that. <laughs> that had to been a gift. Okay. Because <laughs> you did not go to Jamaica in 2012. I went for honeymoon in 2010. Oh boy. Which is when I thought I got that. Maybe they were just kind of like putting out that early edition. <laughs> it's like Ooh. a car, you know. It's it's a year ahead. It's a, okay. Well, I don't, I don't know what happened, but um. Man, welcome Jamaica. You know what? I think my good friend Joel. He got me that, but I. He also got me the tiki guy. He was a really good friend. He brought you back two gifts he also from Jamaica. Got me this tiki guy, I think, when he went to Hawaii. What a guy! There we that's go. Intimidating. He's gonna stare at you. Yeah, big time. All right, sorry guys, that's me moving around. Anyways, we got Jamaica. Welcome, Irie. One love. Yes. What uh, does Irie mean? I think it's like it's all good. That's, that's hey. their version of "Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> It's not. I think it's there's like, it's all, it's all good. Okay. I, I think it has multiple meanings. Okay. I read. I thought it was some dude's name. No. Like the maker. No. <laughs> no. 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 It's it's just like a, hey, what's up? What's happening? Hey, w- awesome. One love. Good to you. Word. Hope you're doing good. There's, all that. It's all that. Okay. Like you would just say it passing people, or, yeah, like you're walking. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Well, cool. We have to get on a route. I have a dentist appointment today. You don't like the dentist, do I you? I do not like the dentist. I'm excited because I might fall asleep. Like That's, I, like you, I enjoy. You got some hard, hard sleep capabilities. Yeah, if I, you can. If you can, I do. Conk, conk I out it. at the, the dentist. Uh huh. I, I do. I fall asleep. Oh. I yawn. I'm about to yawn right now. I yawn so much at the dentist. Really? Just laying down. Yeah. I'm constant yawning. <laughs> What Good is luck. what is your feeling about brushing before you go? Oh, I'm major brush. I'm kind of the opposite. I'm paying you to clean my teeth, clean them. 
I just that's want- like when if you have people to come clean your house. I've always heard this. People come clean your house, but then you clean up before they show up, so you don't show them what real slob you are. Yeah. Why? I'm paying you to do a service. I don't. If I'm paying somebody to wash my car, I don't wash it first. Yeah. Right? I hear you. Uh, my my strategy is to get in and out of the dentist as fast as possible. As fast as possible. I see you. So the more I do, the less they do. I don't and think that's true. With the little picker thing, I don't think that's true. That's the that's what I I really try to avoid. Well, is. I get I, I got sensitive gums mm. because of my CPAP because my CPAP man with the old man over here. <laughs> They always bleed, and they're like, "Oh, you're bleeding on." I'm like, "Look at my chart, dude. I got to like, oh yeah, the air that messes with your gums." Yeah. I'm like, "Just hurry up, dog. Don't worry about. Don't it. talk to me. Let's just go. <laughs> I'm asleep. I'm watching HETV up here. Let's just go. Um, anyways, welcome Turkey. Welcome Jamaica. Welcome yes. listeners wherever you are, right here. Um, hey, we finished a kind of a two part deal on communion, uh, the Last Supper. Mm-hmm. Passover ish together, Easter. We did all that. Um, today we're kind of going rogue. Yeah, we got. We just got like kind of out of left field. Like probably not a book you think about a ton. I don't know if I've ever heard like a sermon on Second Thessalonians. Well, you just ruined it. You just told them what we're doing. <laughs> I was going to try to creep in. Yeah, I, I. But it's only like a page and a half. Yeah. Like you could just read Great it. Great letter to read for sure. Yes. You can just read it. And there's lots of good stuff. I like actually came to you with one verse. Yeah. It said, let's think about this. And then we went to, Hey, let's do five verses. And now it's like, Hey, we can actually talk a lot about this. Yeah. So I could easily do a sermon on these five verses. Definitely. Um, somebody should, uh, I'm sure they have. Oh yeah. But I just don't, just yeah. not here. Just not here. recently. As just far not as here. Just not recently. Um, so here we go. We are in second Thessalonians. This is Paul. If you don't know Paul, he wrote a lot of the new Testament. Um, Paul used to persecute Christians. Then he had a life changing encounter. And then he, I mean, he wrote half the Bible. Like he's half new Testament starting churches, encouraging people. So he writes these letters. Uh, you have the Corinthians and you have, uh, I just want Galatians, Galatians. You have the Thessalonians, right? He just writes all these. So this is the church at Thessalonica mm-hmm. um, that Paul is writing to. I know that you have a little more background mm-hmm. uh, about that. Let's, let's just, cause it's always good. Like yeah. we don't like to cherry pick, which is exactly what we're doing today. <laughs> But we're trying to cover our tails by not. But like, yeah. you know, it's easy for you to pick one verse and be like, see, this is what I mean, or here it is, yeah. or here's um But if you're gonna do something similar to that, if you're gonna be like, I'm only gonna read a little bit of it, which I actually encourage you to read this whole book. Yeah. It'll take you four minutes to read this whole book. Um but it's also good to get the context for sure because you can cherry pick, you can like silo it, isolate it, whatever you want to use to say, Oh, it means this, but it's good to take a few steps back. So you're really good at this. Oh, thanks. Um, Doing, doing some research on that. So give us a little insight on what's going on and what's the, what's the book about and Paul and Thessalonica. Yeah. So, um, Yesterday, just kind of in preparation for this, I read First and Second Thessalonians, and I think I read it in less than ten minutes. See, so okay, like, yeah. Just right off the bat, read these two letters together. Oh, I mean, yeah, they go great is... together. But as you mentioned, written by Paul. Paul was born in eighty-five, so he was like a contemporary of Jesus, same mm-hmm. age, 
uh, probably not in the same geographic area, but you know, just they were kind of growing up in the same era, same yeah. time. Uh, Jesus, of course, was crucified uh, and resurrected in AD 33, and then Paul. We don't know exactly if it's 33. So, somewhere in that area, 30 to 33 is the best time frame. Sorry, uh, and then Paul was converted somewhere around AD 34. So right in, what was interesting to me in, in doing some of this research is his first missionary journey was somewhere between eighty forty seven and 49. So he's got like 13 to 16 years where he's really developing his faith, developing his theology. We think it might of, be like a boom, boom, boom. Yeah, like he has yeah. a Damascus, Damascus Road uh-huh. experience and then and he hits then the road. Then he's starting Ephesians. Yeah, yeah. But there's a pretty, pretty significant gap. I mean, 16 years, that's a long time for him to really think about his faith to grow in his faith, to be discipled by other people. Oh, we would not do that nowadays. <laughs> we don't have that patience. 16 years. Yeah. So uh, we've got these uh, three sort of missionary journeys from Paul, 80, 47 to 49. Uh, this was his journeys with Barnabas and John Mark. 49 to 52 uh, was his second journey with Silas. And then here's where we're going to land kind of with these two letters. In 80, 50, around that time, uh, he goes to the to the people of Thessalonica, yeah. uh, modern-day Thessaloniki, uh, which is in Greece, um, and establishes one of the first churches in Europe. So significant. Big. This was all under the Roman Empire, but this is sort of a, a different people group um, and super cool. So churches established there around AD 50. These letters are written not long after that. It's it, Most of the scholarship points to these both of these letters being written around AD 51. Okay. So like a year after, it's a, it's a baby church. Yeah. These, pe- these people are growing in their faith. Um, and, uh, you know, Paul's writing to encourage them. He, he's going to go back in AD 56. So five years later after he writes this, this letter. Uh, but this is kind of like you're saying 80, 56, a D 56. So you got, uh, the first letter to the Thessalonians, really the purpose of that. Um, this church was founded in persecution under the Roman empire and, and it's an encouragement for them to stand firm in their faith. Um, and the big themes are kind of this further sanctification. God is working on you through your persecution to help you grow. And then a big theme in both of these letters is kind of correcting some misunderstandings that these churches had about the second coming of Jesus. Oh, okay. What we see in these letters is that there's a lot of anxiety that uh, the second coming has already happened and they missed it. <laughs> and so Paul is trying to tell them, you're not going to miss it. When Jesus comes back, nobody will nobody, miss it. You'll yeah. know. Uh, but the second purpose purpose of the 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 purpose of the second letter there you to go. the there you go. There you go. Uh, is is really further encouragement. Uh, he talks a lot about the greatness of God, and then spends a big section of this further clarifying, you know, what it's going to be like when Jesus comes back, and then really kind of where we're going to settle in is he he gives them some instructions. What does it really look like to live and work as a follower of Jesus? So, yeah. There's a little five minute. Hey, background. I like it. That's perfect, right? So you kind of get this theme, this kind of over, overarching look or this big view of what it means. And and most of Paul's writing, again, is, which makes you, I mean, that whole like aha moment for me is 16 years yeah. in between that and working. And, and it's him saying, hey, I've been kind of doing this my own deal. Like I've been working on myself before I'm going to go out and help start churches. Yeah. Well, he helps and does this. And a lot of his letters are just encouraging and warning and just trying to yeah. write specifically to those people. 
it's it's really interesting to think about like we have 2000 years of church history so many traditions yeah. doctrines like if this is a baby church like a year old church they're just in the early days of christianity like they're 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 they they love jesus they've they've got the gift of the holy spirit but like there they, is no church culture yet well they're and also so, just tied to their old Jewish ways, mm -hmm. which is a lot what Paul talks about, yeah. right? Like you don't have to live the Jewish way anymore. You don't have to go by this law. We have a whole new way. And it's, yeah. I'm just trying to wrestle. Well, and in particular, this group of people would have been more on the pagan side yeah. and Worshiped a trying, lot of to, trying to, to mm -hmm. decouple their social lives, political lives, economic lives from the yeah. power structures and all the, the, the Roman gods and the Roman system to do this new thing. And, yeah. and so that's really cool to see Paul kind of encouraging, praying for, mm -hmm. rebuking, correcting yeah. these baby churches as they're growing in their faith. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, hey, so we're going to look at for the next few minutes, we're going to look at um, one of the verses or actually five verses here. Uh, we're going to jump forward to three. So second Thessalonians, second, second Thessalonians, <laughs> second Thessalonians, three, one through five. Um, in here. So I'm just going to read that right there, one through five, and then we're going to just take a little pauses and just what kind of jumps at you and what jumps at me. Finally, brothers, pray for us that the message of the Lord may spread rapidly and be honored just as it was with you. And pray that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men, for not everyone has faith, but the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. We we have confidence in the Lord that you are doing and will continue to do the things we command. Verse five, may the Lord direct your hearts into God's love and Christ's perseverance. Mm. There we go. So there's a lot right there. So um, one of the things that I just want to hit on today as a, this isn't like an in-depth, we're not trying to teach you, even though Chris just did five minutes of history there's some, you know, some learned stuff there, which is great. Uh, we're not trying to blow your minds with anything new, whatever. This is, this is an encouragement, mm -hmm. I think. And this is a thing to just kind of get your heads around and kind of wrap around to maybe focus your day or your next week or, or just whatever it is. Um, this, this idea of, um, reading and praying. Yeah. So when we talk about spiritual formations. Yeah. Uh, that's a very churchy word, but what what do you do to grow your spirituality? Mm. What what do you do to grow your relationship between you and God? Um, you know, we talk about prayer. We talk about reading, worshiping in song, um, silence and solitude, like right. just being alone with God. There's many, many more, but there's all all these that we kind of look to to say, do these so that you will grow. Mm-hmm. And looking at two of these, looking at this idea of prayer and meditation, which really meditation on the word, right? Prayer and reading God's word. Yeah. We always put these in two different categories. Mm. You pray and then you read and then you worship, and then you be silent. Then yeah. you do that. Right. Yeah. Then you serve. There's all these different ones, but prayer and reading are, are joined at the hip. Right are boom, boom. Mm -hmm. Like they're right next to each other in this. Um, you know, and Paul kind of says that here, but like, uh, pray for us that the message of the Lord may spread rapidly and be honored just as it was with you and pray that we may be delivered from the wicked ones. 
I like this idea of Paul saying, Hey, I want you to pray for us as we read God's word, Mm. as we read. And as other people read God's word, are you praying for their eyes to be open for their hearts to be changed for their minds and their hearts to be willing for God to change who they are? Um, and I don't know if we always pray for that. Yeah. I don't know if we pray for that for ourselves as much or for other people. Mm-hmm. Right. If you study God's word, if you study scripture uh, without uh, that connection to God uh-huh. through prayer, it's just an intellectual pursuit. Right. Um, you know, there's this idea learning of, facts, learning this. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and is there value to that? Sure. But there's this idea in the Christian tradition of the, the word moving from your head to your heart. Mm-hmm. And, and that requires a connection with God, a connection with the spirit that is developed and matured through prayer and silence and solitude and meditation and intentional effort, right? Yeah. 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 I found this quote. It says prayer and meditation are as inseparable in the living, in the living Christian life as are the spirit of God and the word of God. Mm. So that's kind of the two we're thinking about the spirit of God and the word of God. Right. So we pray that the spirit helps us read God's word. I also pray that the spirit helps us prepare and, and for lack of better words, well, you know, when you think about, you know, Jesus with the parable, like what is the good soil? Yeah. Like praying that we have a good soiled heart mm-hmm. that is ready to hear God's word. Yeah. Prayer, prayer is, is, is posturing, right? Uh, okay, like it yeah. puts us, it puts our hearts and our minds into the right position. It reminds mm-hmm. us who we are, um, both that we're loved and that God cares for us, but it also reminds us that we need him. And if that's the attitude that you approach scripture with, that's going to, to sink down deep into your heart because you've prepared the soil. Like you said, that's really good. Yeah. And, and, and so when we think about it, so, so in my head, when I read this, because he's also talking about pray for those, which I think that don't know Christ, Mm but that are going to hear God's word and mm. they're going to hear you reading it. And they're going to hear it from whatever. Um, he's like, pray for those people. Yeah. So we talk about like to be, to have an evangelical heart or mindset to be like, man, I just pray that the people around here, uh, uh know God. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, I pray for those that are willing to go out and to speak about God. Okay. Awesome. But, is the main way that they may do this is them randomly reading God's word one day yeah. or, you know, or, or somebody reading it to them one day or them hearing it one day. Do we spend time and I'm more just talking about us, me and you, does our church does our leadership does us, do we spend time praying for the people that live two miles away from us in this little area? Do we pray for them and say, I pray that when God's word is read to them that their eyes are open, that their hearts are broken, that they receive God's word and that it changes them. Yeah. Not about the, not about the person reading it to them yeah, and not about, but like, man, change them as they hear God's word. Yeah. And I feel like that's what Paul is asking, right? This, you know, this whole part is a request for prayer. Yeah. Pray for them. Yeah. In that. 
I've got I've got a, a little different slant on that particular part and a challenge for for our listeners. Okay. Um, you know, he says, finally, brethren, pray for us. Pray for us. Oh yeah. And what we see in Scripture is that Paul is like unashamed, unapologetic in asking people to pray for him uh, yeah, as he ministers it's, to It's people. about every book. He's like, pray for me. Romans, I know you're praying for me. I know you need yeah. me. Romans 15, 2 Corinthians, yeah. Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, <laughs> yeah. 1 Thessalonians, Philemon. Right. I he's didn't know con- you had all that. Yeah, he's constantly <laughs> saying, pray for me. And, and it seems that Paul had a deep understanding that his success in his missionary work oh. and his ministry work was dependent on the prayers of other people. Man, that is so backwards to us today. Right? Right? Like we don't want to ask because that would appear that we are not strong enough. Right. And Paul's like, I know I'm not. Yeah. That's why I need you. And That's but, why I need God. And look, he uh, he doesn't necessarily ask for prayers about the things that we might think about, like pray that I'm safe, pray that I don't come into any trouble. Yeah. He says, pray that the word of God can move out unhindered that the word of God is going to spread rapidly, rapidly without delay and and be honored, which I think, and that goes to what you're talking about. So it's like, pray that the word of God is able to move from me to new communities of people. And then two, that when people hear the word that God is opened up in their heart, and they honored is it. that yeah. it changes them that right. that it does what it's supposed to do and yeah, that's absolutely. them having it so my my question is yeah. and my challenge is are you praying for your the leaders in your church oh yeah cuz they want it we want it they need it we need it um and scripture tells us that that's an important element of this whole thing kind of coming together it's like you need to be praying for the people who are leading your churches Pray that, yeah, pray for us that the message of the Lord may spread rapidly and be honored just as it was with you. He's saying, pray for me that when I read God's word, it changes me. Yeah. That I may help other people see it and it changed them. Right. Or that I may read it to them in a way that God works with them, that the spirit works with them and changes them. So that's the first part here, right? Asking for prayers. Are you praying for your leadership? Are you praying for you? Are you praying that the people you don't even know, like, there is somebody or multiple people um, in this city right today that is going to read God's word for maybe the first time in months or years or ever. Yeah. Are we praying for them that, man, their heart is ready to receive it? And we pray for that the passage that they pick up. I hope it's not just out of a joke and they just start flipping through. Yeah. And if they do, I just pray that it is the right words that they need to hear. And then, which I love in that, that it be honored. Yeah, that's that right. That Christ be honored, that God's word be honored, that it does what it is intended to do, and that is to change lives forever. That's right. Um, in that. So be thinking about that. Be thinking as you pray, not just for so-and-so and for this. I mean, all, all those prayers are good, but deepen your prayer life to pray for people in God's word. And then at the end, as we kind of wrap up here, I just want to talk about verse 5. I just like this verse. It says, may the Lord direct your hearts into God's love and Christ's perseverance. Mm. So he is saying like, look, there's a few things that, you know, there's a few things that you need. Uh, One, I hope that your heart is moved towards remembering God's love for you every single day. Mm. Cause that never changes. That's right. That God loving you never changes. And in this, which I think it's really called to us too. It says, may the Lord direct your hearts into God's love. That for me tends to think that 
our natural instinct in our heart is not to run towards God's love. Mm -hmm. That we have a lot of outside things. We have a lot of life that says run towards this. So what if you were to pray this every morning for you and your family? Of like, may the Lord direct your hearts into God's love and Christ's perseverance today. Yeah. Like just that reminder of, hey, every day go into him. And it's not you force yourself to think about it. Again, it is you praying to God, God, I am weak. God, I am not always there. God, I'm not always <laughs> thinking about this. Help me to constantly think about your love and the perseverance of your love through Jesus mm -hmm. on the cross when yeah. he didn't have to do that, but he yeah. did. So there's a, there's a whole lot there. Yeah. Um, you know, it's in that of just direct your hearts into God's love. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's an idea here. What do these two things kind of produce? And I think if we want spiritual stability, Ooh, you ever feel spiritually unstable? Like things are kind of falling around. Like you don't, you, you, you don't have a good grasp on God's love for you. Uh, your things you just, aren't going or well. You're, or you're just like a, or you just, you know, or you just go like with the wind. You're right. up one day, you're down one yeah. day. You're good one day, exactly. you're not one day. You're just kind of like a roller coaster of like, uh, I don't know how I don't know how today's gonna go yeah. you know, spiritually. Yeah. I think yeah. I think what Paul is is saying here, if you want a firm foundation mm. to not be blown around by the winds of life, yeah, uh, you need these two elements. You need love, I think, and I think that's two ways that, <laughs> that you need to be reminded of God's love for you and you need to be committed to love of other people around you. And then two, if you're going to do that, if you're going to be committed to loving the people around you, you're going to have to be mindful of how patient Jesus was to go through the things that he went through because you're going to, you're going to go through it. So you need, yeah. you need, you need love and you need patience or endurance. Yeah. Um, and those two things are going to ground you. They're going to mm. give you a firm foundation on which your faith can grow. Yeah, go towards ask for the guidance for his love. And then when I think about you know the, you know the second part of you know Christ's patience through that, I also think about him picking up his cross. Yeah. It's almost the same deal, right? Where you know you know Jesus said, "Hey, pick up your cross and follow me." For us, when we think about that, hey, have that patience to pick up your cross and know that it's going to be a daily event. Yeah. That's a daily event that you're going to lay down you and pick up him. Yeah. Um, and that may look different every single day. Yeah. It's, you know, if, if you keep Jesus in the front of your mind mm -hmm. and what he went through and what he was willing to do for you, yeah, your patience for other people is going to grow. Because in light of Christ's suffering, in light of his patience with those that were around him, including us, yeah, uh, you have to extend that grace, extend that patience to other people. Absolutely. Yeah, that is big. And, and it may not be your go-to natural way of thinking, <laughs> yeah. which it says, pray that God directs your hearts into this. Something to grow into, for right? sure. Right? So yeah. every morning, if you're like, oh, this is going to be a crappy day. I'm all, I'm all, hey, pray that God changes your heart. Yeah. Like, that's one, one thing to pray for. There you go. Well, hey, guys. Hopefully you guys liked our little... Thoughts on Second Thessalonians three one through five. There you go. Uh, there's a lot there. Seriously, read the two letters. It'll take you ten minutes. And yeah, just it's really good. Yeah, just read it. It'll be great. Um, like, review, subscribe, all the things. I don't know. I do more. Forgot. Do more. Yeah. 
Um, be on the lookout. Our numbers are down. Listen to this. <laughs> We're in the red, but that's okay. Uh, it's all right. Uh, if we get if we get North Dakota, things are going to turn around. You feel it? I do. Okay. I do, which I think it's going to happen next week when I just straight up cold call churches. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, please listen. Do Do I call preachers or youth ministers? Great question. I have to think about that. Probably youth ministers. Yeah. Youth minister might take that call. Yeah. <laughs> youth minister might take that call. All right, guys. Well, hey, hope you have a good day. Um, share this with friends. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed it. And we will catch you all next week for episode 90. That's a nice clean number. We're, Bye, folks. We're getting there. See you.